Blog Talk Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black talk, we are on table talk radio. The show for the black. Black talk, we are on table talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human. Red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black, you put in the west on me. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, yeah. Black talk, you around table talk radio. It's here to show. It's here to unify black people. Yeah. It's here to get you inside. Get you more today. Black talk, you around table talk radio. The show for the black. Black Soap, you are on table talk radio. Show the party starts. Black Soap, you are on table talk radio. Listen and get inspired. All right. Okay. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth. With your host, I am Miss Ray, and I'm some guy named Jay. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe is not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closet lesbian. But hey, we're going to put on a great show, just as good as all those other blog talk radio hosts as well. So keep uh, so uh, keep listening. Tonight our guest is vegan chef Dominique DC can cook Henderson to talk about vegan dishes and all other stuff. And uh, I just want to let you all know that you can download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com. Excuse me. iTunes and Amazon. You know, just get a, if, you, if you have an Apple device, you can go to iTunes. And if you have an Android, you can go to Amazon. All right. We're also taking calls, too. If you're streaming from a link or an app or a third-party website or something like that, just give us a call at 929 929- Four seven seven three eight seven two, and press one, and we'll bring you on. And um, so, yeah. And before we bring everybody on, I just want to give some quick shout outs. I want to give a uh, shout out to entrepreneur, motivational speaker, author, TV and radio host, and humanitarian Ella Johnson. You can get more information on Ella Johnson and all that she does by visiting www theellajohnson.com. Also check out her torn book series. Also want to give a shout out to entertainer Kendra D. Check out Kendra D by visiting www.kendra-dee.com. All right, let me give another shout out. I just want to give a shout out to uh, the ABC2 Foundation, A Better Chance, A Better Community. Get more information and updates on the organization and the community events by going to www. 
abc2foundation.blogspot.com. All right, let's go on ahead and bring on uh, the host and the guest and all that. Um, okay. Let's start by I am Miss Ray. Oh, it's not working. Well, hello there, Blacktopia. How are we tonight? Yeah. Hello, Jay. Yes. Oh, yeah, we're we doing good. Doing great. It's great. It's great to, do, to be great. Oh, yes, true indeed. You ready for the night? I'm ready for tonight. I, uh, yes. I'm always ready for Tuesday night. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And yeah, Like I said, we don't go on because it's ready. We go on because it's 9 o'clock and it's Tuesday. Because so it's just, 9 o'clock on Tuesday. Right. <laughs> yeah. 9 o'clock Tuesday. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's why we go on, not because it's ready. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Definitely. And speaking of facts, you got some black facts. Tonight? Oh, I have some black facts, some very timely black facts for us. So, yes, I'm excited. I actually changed it 20 minutes ago because it's it's timely, and you'll see what I'm talking about when I give it. Definitely. Makes sense. Yes. All right. Oh, yes. Well, let's go on ahead and bring on our guest, D.C. Can Cook, Dominique, D.C., Hey. Hey. Yes. Get that applause. Get it. <laughs> oh wow, oh, yes. that's so okay. great to be on here. Oh well, yes, it's great to have you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Welcome, welcome. Now, Jay, is this this is not Dom's first time on our show, is it? Uh, this is her first time as a guest, but it's not her first time as a, as uh, as calling in. She's called into the show before, but not as a guest. Okay. I'm not as an official. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So welcome to the guest spot. Dominique, Thank are you, you ready? Yes, I am. I'm excited. Okay. Good, 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 good. Oh. I love that. So, now, Jay, now what do you tell? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. No, you tell me. What you what were you about to say? I was going to say, Jay, since you know, already have a relationship with Dom, tell me how you two got connected because I know you are a vegan. So how long have you been a vegan, um, Jay, and then how long have you known Dom in um, reference to that? Uh, actually, uh, well, I, I want to say I, I know uh, Dominique the same way I know most of our guests. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but uh, her she wasn't actually involved in my vegan journey or anything like that. Uh, I met her uh, a couple of like a year after I've already been vegan. Um, I I've been vegan for about two and a half years, and I actually just okay. met Dominique vegan in a vegan Facebook group. Uh, I was recruiting people yeah. uh, to come to the Blacktopia, and uh, she was one of the people I netted and brought over here. <laughs> you know, 
and uh, we've been cool since. That's awesome. And Dom, I'm seeing that you have been in the food industry for a while now. So tell us about your journey into not only just the, you know, the culinary world, but also how did you get from culinary to vegan culinary in a sense? Okay. Okay. I even wrote this, like, on my website, which I'm going to tell you all about that in a second. Um, how I started off, I've always loved the, I've always loved food. I've always had a passion about food. I used to watch the Food Network channel with my mom all the time. And uh, I was very fortunate, very blessed to be in a family that allowed me to experiment in the kitchen. All they told me is, hey, don't burn up my kitchen, and I was able to, you know, cook whatever. And I've always had a very good eye, of um, very um, eye detail of how food looks. And I always believe that you eat first with your eyes and then your mouth. And so I've always made good dishes and stuff like that. And then I decided that I wanted to cater. So I was doing a little small, like, parties and stuff like that. And kind of got a little bit discouraged because I wasn't getting any business and clientele. So I started seeing some stuff on YouTube about vegan food. And I was like, hey, well, let me try it and see if I can expand and say, hey, at least I know how to make vegan food. And ended up making so many dishes and stuff like that. And then one morning I woke up, I will say September 14th, 2007, no, 2016, I woke up that morning and was like, you know what, I don't want to eat meat anymore. So I gave up all land animals and started really focusing on making pescatarian, vegan, and vegetarian dishes. And then seven months into that, um, learning how to make my own recipes and things like that. And May 10th, 2017, I went fully vegan. And, um, yeah, I started posting stuff on Instagram. People loved it. And uh, a friend had told me that, hey, maybe you should try, you know, selling your food because your pictures always look good. So I started vending uh, last year, and I'm actually at a vendor event right now. I took a step uh, step away, and uh, yeah, I've just been doing that, working on a book, doing a whole bunch of different projects and stuff like that. So, yep, that's my story. That's awesome. That's an awesome story, first of all. So let's say that. Um, so congratulations on that. Um, and so, I am not vegan. <laughs> So if you can do myself and the audience who also is not vegan, um, can you do um, a, a snapshot on what makes food vegan versus pescatarian? Am I saying that right? I'm not saying that right. I'm not even going to say it. Pescatarian um, or vegetarian? Okay. So, yes, take me through the different kind of subsects of that and just so that we can and educate the audience, including myself. Okay. So like I said, in my journey, I gave up land animals and became a pescatarian. So with land animals, meaning like no chicken, beef, pork, stuff like that. And I became pescatarian. So basically you can still eat eggs or dairy or if not, if you don't want to, but you just pretty much eat like seafood. So fish, shrimp, stuff like that. Then of course, then you go to vegetarian vegetarian, which, of course, you don't eat any meat, no seafood, and, you know, some of them still eat eggs, some of them still eat dairy, and, of course, then you go to the vegan, and you don't eat any animal uh, products or byproducts at all, 
And I know some people go as far as, like, not eating honey. Some people eat honey and some people don't. It depends on if you are what they call an ethical vegan or not. So it's up to you. Oh, oh. yeah, and also want to add- Oh yeah, and I also wanna uh wanna add on to that. Uh hold on, hold on. Something wrong with this. Hello? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. I also wanna add on to uh the vegan uh definition. Uh basically bottom line is uh as long as it don't have any meat or dairy in it, it's vegan. So I know some people say, uh, Oh, can I eat French fries? And yes you can eat French fries, that's vegan. You know what I mean? Rice is vegan. French fries, I mean, stuff that you already eat, pasta without the cheese. If he's eating pasta with the sauce, that's vegan too. So a lot of people, when they think vegan, they automatically assume you can only eat twigs, leaves, and a salad. And uh, and that's not the case. You can raise all... <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't know any... <laughs> can I make an answer salad. right there? Can I make an answer right it? there? I just have to interject yeah, right there. Because I tell people this uh-huh. all the time. I am vegan, not a rabbit. I even yeah. I think I even said it on one of the uh, the because uh, you know I do the mukbangs now and I even said when you invite your vegan friend to a cook to a cookout or whatever I'd appreciate it if you have more than just salad because I guarantee you the salad that you bring out for me is not the typical salad that I'm gonna eat for myself anyway and so please mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you invite me just be prepared. Like there's too many things. There's too many uh, different things out there now. We don't live in the like how back ten years ago where you would get a veggie burger and it tastes like cardboard. Now like things are tasting very very good and it's very accessible. So please give me something more than the salad. I appreciate it. Oh yes, and I, I actually don't even know any vegans that eat salad like that. Vegan uh, salad is for people who say. I want to try being vegan, and they just eat salad because they don't know what you can eat. And uh, and I've actually made a post in Blacktopia that a lot of the stuff that they've been eating anyway is vegan, like red beans and rice and nachos mm-hmm. without the cheese. Before. But, I mean, I, oh, oh I, I didn't know I could eat uh, pinto beans. Yes, pinto beans is vegan. Duh. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Thank you, y'all, for that wonderful wrap-up. Because um, I don't know. I guess maybe when I, you know, I eat the when I eat the hog, my brain gets clouded up, and I you say vegan and all these other classifications of you know food and culinary, you know the lights and I just kind of get dumb. So I guess the hog is blocking me and I apologize for that. Um, so thank you for that breakdown, y'all. I really do appreciate that. No problem. Um, <laughs> and so I guess my, I guess my next question is, um, you know, you say you have a whole bunch of things going on. Like you're, you know, you have your catering now that you're doing, um, you know, your vending and et cetera, and you're writing this book. So what has been the best part of, you know, segueing into this entrepreneurship? Because, you know, entrepreneurship is its own beast. You know what I mean? So being a, yes, being a it chef is. is kind of its, you know what I mean? It's already its thing, right? But to be, you know, a chef and be an entrepreneur with it, that just, you know, you, you, you're taking 
you're taking more, right, and adding it to your plate. So what have been some of the greatest things about being an entrepreneur um, with your culinary, vegan culinary skills? What, how, how has that helped you? What do you like, like doing with that? First of all, I just want to say thank y'all for keep calling me a chef because I don't consider myself to be a chef. But I mean, look, I consider myself to be know, a food hold on, hold on, stop, stop. <laughs> Dominique, I don't think I'm a great cook. That's all. No, 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 no. If people, if mofos and masses are eating your stuff, you are a chef, (laughs) period. Okay? I don't care if it's the raven operationalism of it. (laughs) That is the definition of chef. That's right, Do you understand me? Thank you. Thank you. Okay? So first off, you are a chef. I'm going to go ahead and have you walk in that. I claimed that for you. Okay. okay. Speaking of coexistence, okay. <laughs> so go so ahead I mean, and answer that question. The only reason why I say I don't consider myself to be a chef because I'm not trained. I ne- Even before going uh, vegan, I never took a cooking class. I never, you know, was, went to school or anything for it. It was just something that I just had a natural talent for and then – of course, bringing everything that I was already doing into, you know, like my catering back with the, uh, with like needing everything, I just transitioned it and brought it into the vegan world and realized like, hey, I, the only difference is that I'm not using meat and dairy and stuff, so therefore I get to infuse it with all the seasonings and stuff and really, really be able to get those uh, great flavors that I've always wanted but actually was not able to get when I was doing it with meat and dairy. So um, that's, I, I guess now, I guess if that's what makes me a chef, then okay, so be it. I'll take that. But um as far as... Uh, <laughs> The greatest thing I will say is being able to make all of these different dishes. And, like, I, like sometimes, like, I surprise myself when I cook something. I'd be like, damn, who made this? That was me? Okay. All right. And then I get other people who who are definitely meat eaters. Or I would say about 85 to 90% of my friends and family, <laughs> close family, are definitely not vegan. They're meat eaters. And they do like myself. Granted, they'll eat my food and probably still get some meat to go with it. However, they will still eat my food because it is great. They're like, wow, this is still amazing. Um, they, The whole stereotype of what they may have thought vegan food was supposed to be, I break those barriers down by uh, giving them my food, and I love being able to do that. Um, even when I do, like, vending and stuff, like the vendor event that I'm at today, I am making, I made uh, vegan nachos, and people are amazed. One day, like, okay, one, what is this meat? Because I know it's not meat, but it tastes like meat. What is this cheese? I know it's not real cheese, but what is it? And then when I tell them what it is, they're like, you're lying. And, I, and then I, I they, they love it. So that's the part that I love so much about, you know, doing what I do and being able to open people's minds of different things. It's not that I'm trying to convert anyone to be vegan. It's just that I want you to see that, hey, guess what? This is an option. And despite all the things that you might have heard, let me give you and break it down to you, give you the true facts of it, and you can see it for yourself that, hey, this is actually a great alternative. So, yep, that's about it. Oh yes, oh yes, and uh, and I also want to add too that um, a lot, what 
as I'm getting tongue-tied. Also want to add that uh, it's all in how you season everything, too, because a lot of the, uh, like, food doesn't really, I mean, actually, food has taste, but meat doesn't, raw meat doesn't actually have a taste. It's all in how it's uh, seasoned up it and things like that. What would you say? I tell people that all the time when when I'm doing, like, my vegan chicken and stuff like that. I tell them that all the time. They was like, why, why does it taste like chicken? I'm like, okay, think about it. If you was to put a piece of raw chicken, just blend raw chicken and cook it and bake it, how would it taste? Blend. So what does it make? What makes what makes it taste good? The seasons. Exactly. So all I did was take those same seasonings and infuse it into, like, things like uh, cauliflower. I've done that. I make, like, seitan or things like that. And amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And exactly. it's still with good protein too, straight from the source too. Oh yes, and also to, to get like the <laughs> texture and stuff like that, because uh, you know a lot of people think that uh, a lot of the food, like I know a lot of these, the fake meat, like Beyond Meat, stuff like that. I'm guilty too. But uh, even if you didn't eat the yeah. Beyond Meat, the Impossible Meat, and all that, like, you can still like make stuff out of mushrooms, potatoes, avocados, tofu. Yes. You can actually season that up and and so you, so if you're like a purist vegan that go, I don't eat the, the all that concoction fake meat, you can still take some mushrooms and make it taste like yes. uh it's amazing. You can make it taste like a steak. And um I'm yes. I'm I'm not at that level. Uh hold, hold on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I got I got I got my producer for the night uh flagging stuff at me. Uh uh, what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could um, bottom line, bottom line. You could just take everything and uh, you don't have to. You can do the cauliflower and the avocados and the beans and the potatoes and mushrooms and season them up to taste like uh all the dishes you think you might meet uh, miss. You know, because uh, after mm-hmm. becoming a vegan, I don't I don't miss anything. And um, actually, one of the real reasons I don't miss anything is uh, I did a lot of detoxing and salt flushes and things like that. And after you do a mm-hmm. lot of flushes, that's what gets the cravings out of you. But um, but it, but aside from that, well, though, I was telling you, cause um, I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing like that. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, did. I forget all. No, it's like, it's like a memory. No <laughs> it's like a memory wipe. Vegans, <laughs> erase your erase your memory, but I mean, but you still remember how stuff tastes, you know. But I didn't want to forget that was a part of that was a part of my life. So why forget about it? Is is it's gonna eventually go away? I I gave it some time. I, I guess you could say I did it. The, I did it the hard way. I didn't do no flushes. I know some people, you know, well, I was, okay, I didn't jump into it because I know some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go vegan, and then they stay like that. No, I knew, like, A, I needed to figure out what in the world I was doing. So, like, that's why I said I did my transition for seven months, but it got to the point where I wasn't even eating fish anymore, and I was eating more vegan than anything. So I was like, you know what, I think I'm ready. But, you know, that, I mean, but that's just me. And I know, like, how you say you did the soft flushes and stuff. I didn't think about none of that. I was just like, you know what, I just wanted to change the way I eat. I didn't think about health. I, I Honestly, I didn't know nothing about as far as how it affects your health. I didn't know anything about the agriculture system, the food system. I didn't know nothing about this at all. I, I learned about this, like, months after making my full transition. I would tell anybody that because people ask me that all the time. I ain't know 
nothing. You ask me why I went vegan, I don't know. I just did it just because I thought it would be good. And two and some odd years later, hey, I'm still doing it. <laughs> so obviously it's still good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, now, now, before we uh, take a quick break, I got I, I want to ask some uh, questions about uh, about the fake meats and stuff like that. Do you do you eat the Beyond meats and all that? Yeah. You, you do. Yeah. Okay, so this because this was my question. This was a major question. What did y'all think mm-hmm. about those vegan oxtails? That vegan oxtail picture that was floating around. I ain't tried. I, I don't know. Some stuff just don't really tickle my fancy. Understand? I didn't eat oxtails before. Like when I was a meat eater, so that I, honestly, that particular thing that didn't really like affect me was like, ooh, let me try this. I'm like, why? I ain't never eat it before, so why eat it now? But yeah, okay. I don't know. Okay. Let me ask you, uh, Ray, Raven. Let me ask you: Have you ever eaten liver okay. mush before? Oh, uh, here okay. we go. So this is Uh-oh. okay. So so yes, okay, but I was yeah, pushed yeah. into it. So I didn't you know. Liver. You said what? You like Say it, did you? Liver yeah. mush. We're talking about liver mush, right? Not, not regular liver. Say what? Nah, nah, dude. Nah, I'm good. Not, I can meat eat all not the rest of my life. I will never eat that again. Absolutely not. Well, hold on, hold on. You have regular liver. You didn't have liver mush, right? I could have sworn oh. it was liver mush. Uh, if you, if you had liver much, I, liver much, uh, liver but, liver is nasty. Yeah. Regular liver, but liver much though on the, on the radio. No, no, you're not gonna have me liver, liver. ignorant on the radio tonight. <laughs> you, you <laughs> said it in the Carolina okay, You said it in the Carolinas, no. Jay. I'm I got to no. have me some vegan liver mush. I'm gonna figure out no. how to make it. vegan liver mush. Yes, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Liver, liver mush. That's the only thing vegan I can't. I, you can find vegan oxtails, but not vegan liver mush. <laughs> because you gotta have uh, that though. Okay. Okay. I, I gotta have okay. one, one more time, just because because uh, I liked it back uh, back. I don't like liver. I mean, I never when I when I see meat, I didn't like liver. But liver mush though. Liver mush doesn't taste like liver. Uh, uh, ironically, it tastes more like. Uh, like the sausage biscuit from McDonald's that you get in the morning, it, it's like it, it slightly tastes like that a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay, everybody's quiet. <laughs> but uh, but I asked uh, I asked DC if she could veganize liver mush, but she's never tasted liver mush to know how to Nick. veganize it. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. Somebody got to know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm in that V, the, the BV. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna keep asking. I'm gonna and also gotta try that. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a mission, and um, and um, what's the other thing? The Reese's, the Reese's donut. No, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, I want a vegan oh version God. of a Reese's donut. Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay, real talk, though, real talk before we... Look, real talk, I would say like this. Dom, you have definitely validated yourself with me because the fact that you are a vegan yourself and you are now a vegan chef 
and then there are just some things that you're like, no, nah, I'm not messing with that. That that just <laughs> legitimized you in my book. So thank you thank for that. You. <laughs> because there are some there are some mofos out here. Oh yes, let's veganize. Let's veganize uh, meatloaf. <laughs> oh, I've had vegan meatloaf too. Well, I, mean, I, I actually have a recipe for that. I have a recipe for that. It's a no, but I don't say meatloaf. I say lentil loaf. It's a lentil loaf. I, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's a lentil okay. loaf, but it's very, very good. It's very, very flavorful. I will tell you that. Like, tell you, try it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to front. Y'all both got me to the point that I would at least. I would eat your cooking, like even with the vegan label on it. I would eat your cooking, dog. So, so you got me there. So I don't know if I'm gonna oh, turn straight eat. vegan, because you know I'm not asking <laughs> okay. you to. I and I tell people yeah. that I do not ask you to do this. That is your choice. Just like oh, yeah. this is my choice. It is your choice right. to do what you feel that you need oh, yeah. to do. Now, now you know no, I do want to say not. this. You or Jay are not. Go oh, ahead, yeah. Uh, when we come back from the break, oh, yeah, it's all good. When we come back from the break, we're going to take some calls because uh, I know we got somebody waiting patiently. I just now saw the number. Uh, you know, I apologize for that. Uh, thanks for waiting patiently. I just want to throw this out there, though. When I first became vegan, I, I never tried to convert anybody, but uh, but it was one of those things, like, you know, when you see a good movie or you hear, like, a good song, you want to hear, you want everybody to hear it right quick. Uh, that's kind of how it was with vegan, certain vegan dishes. Like, uh, oh my God, you, you this tastes like actual, like you got to try it. You got to try it. Like I, I, I wasn't trying to convert people, but I was trying to, I mean, I was, especially when I had a falafel sandwich for the first time and a falafel sandwich, I believe, I believe that's basic, <laughs> that's basic stuff now. But, uh, but when, I, when I was new, I thought a falafel sandwich, I thought that was like the best thing ever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But uh, but I yeah, let's go there are Basic levels to veganism. Wow, there's so much I have to learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and uh, take the break. We'll come back and uh, take your calls. You're listening to Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with some guy named Jay, and I am Miss Ray and Dominique D.C. Henderson, the vegan chef. All right. Let's uh, let's play this new song from uh, ABM featuring Rhyme Schemes, who we had last week. The name of this song is called Romba Soma. Girl, shake that thing. And then she give it to me loca. Ella quiere que yo haga 
featuring rhyme schemes and uh, now we have Black Facts with I Am Miss Ray and then after Black Facts we'll take your calls All right, All right Ms. Ray. ladies and gentlemen Thank you so much Okay Blacktopia, tonight we are going to be talking about Peak Week So um, there's an article that is circulating um, on, the, <clears throat> on Al Gore's internet this week and it's talking about Peak Week and it's written by um, this guy who is now a widow because his wife died um, from an asthma attack. So what he is bringing to light, though, is that there is this phenom that's called Peak Week. And Peak Week, um, it occurs in September, and it's due to the high ragweed um, pollen levels um, that, of course, go crazy during the month of September because this is when... 17 different species of ragweed are all in the air, and the pollen is just everywhere, right? So, of course, having all of this ragweed in the sea, uh, in, in the air, and officially starting and being known as ragweed season, 
It can trigger asthma attacks and, of course, other pulmonary issues. So the peak week is described particularly as the third week in September. And the reason why I switched my black facts tonight is because we are now on the tail end of that third week of September. Technically, last week was the third week of September. So now we're going into the fourth week, but still, those, those ragweed um, levels are still high. Now, the reason why this is a black fact is because those of you who are familiar with the healthcare industry, you'll know that asthma affects African Americans more than any other American. So we are affected, our airways are affected much more than um, other uh, groups. Um, we are also four times more likely to die from asthma attacks. Um, so some of the things that I've been looking at in terms of research at why this is, is of course um, access um, to um, healthcare, um, access to quality healthcare, um, the amount of preventative medication, um, and the and the expense of that has been is extraordinary for anybody right now. So with all the issues that we're having in politics, without having um, healthcare, healthcare um, access, um, insurance, etc. All of those things are now playing a part into the um, resources and the access to healthcare that we can all have. So that is why that is a black fact. I will be posting all of these um, links into our uh, black chat, not black chat, our Blacktopia uh, live feed discussion. Um, and make sure that you're doing your homework because there are preventative things that you can do holistically to um, ensure um, that you are not as prone to asthma or any pulmonary um, issues. Um, and for those of us who do have asthma and or those of us who already have underlying pre-existing health conditions, um, you know, all these things are get exacerbated during this time of the year. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Um, make sure that you're taking care of your families. Um, it's actually interesting to, to kind of um, segue back into um, tonight's guest, um, your diet can actually affect the way that you um, experience certain um, symptoms or not. Um, so maybe during this time of the year, maybe ensuring that, you know, there are, um, there's a diet change that could also help with how you um, respond to this uh, time of the year. But, yeah, so just check that out. I, I, I don't have asthma, but I have uh, pulmonary issues, and I've never heard of this peak week until um, this article circulated onto my news feed. So I just wanted to make everyone aware of that. Thank you. That is tonight's Black Facts. Back to you, some guy named Jay. Oh, yes. I'm trying to clap, but it's not a... All right. Let's go ahead and take a call right quick. Caller in the three one two six seven eight. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi, my name is Charles. Calling to support my little sister Dominique. She is yeah. doing her radio interview, so I wanted to call and support her. Yeah. And I'm actually at work, so I'm hiding. But you better be grateful. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. You're welcome. Love you too. That is so awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
All right. If we have any other callers, uh, just, you know, um, oh, yeah, thank you for your call. Uh, yes, ask for anybody else. Uh, just give us a call at uh, 929-477-3872 and press 1. If you're streaming from the link, all you got to do is, uh, I mean, screw, if you're streaming from your uh, phone, all you got to do is press 1 and we'll bring you on. We're talking yeah. to DC Kentucky. And uh, Raven, I know you're enjoying. I know you got more questions and things. Uh, definitely ask away. Oh, I'm okay. Yep, I'm typing, and I will do this at the same time. Okay. Yes. So, Dominique, what is okay? What is the dish you like to make the most? And then, what is the dish that you like to eat the most? And is there a difference? Oh goodness. Uh, is that a good question? Yes, I love it when I have a good question. It, 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 it is because, it is like, okay, anybody that knows me knows that I am obsessed with tacos. I can eat tacos every day and not get bored. So I will say tacos because there are so many ways that you can uh, eat tacos, so many ways that you can make tacos, I'm sorry. And uh, a lot of people think it's just limited to, like, meat. No, it is not. And then you don't even, and like, like I said, these are vegan tacos, so therefore, of course, there's no cheese. I don't even use, like, the mock cheeses and stuff like that. I just honestly put, I put in so many different types of protein. Sometimes I don't even do protein. I've done it with, like, fried mushrooms before, fried mushrooms, potatoes, and I put a little bit of chipotle salsa and uh, avocado and onions and stuff like that. I swear, you would get your life ten times over. But anywho, that's what I love to eat the most tacos. Uh, what I love to make the most, that's a hard one. It really, oh, yes, I, I know what it is. Because uh, we're coming around for the holiday season. And I only eat this for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter, and that's dressing, cornbread dressing. Yes. So I made it for the first time two years ago, and I and the thing is, I never I never made dressing before, even went even before giving up me. I never had I never made dressing before, but I always loved my mom and my great uh my, my great auntie Martha uh, rest her soul. But seriously, she always made the best dressing ever, and I wanted to be able to make my own because I know hey I know dressing usually has like chicken broth and stock and people normally uh. Put, I, I know how they normally do it, but I'm like, okay, I got to figure out a way to do it. And once I did, because I had already mastered how to make a vegan cornbread, so then I started putting stuff together, and I made it, and I let my grandma try who was not vegan at all. I, when I say not at all, I mean not at all. And she loved it, and she said it tastes just like my aunt. I just was proud, like seriously. So three times a year, I make that cornbread, that uh, that cornbread dressing, and I make the cranberry sauce too. So I'm going to the stores and getting canned cranberry sauce. Go get you a bag, because they always when they in season around holidays, they usually like a dollar bag. Put it in a dang old pot. Put a little water. Put a little sugar. Put a little bit of uh, uh, fresh squeezed orange juice. Let it cook for about ten minutes. When it starts to pop, pop, popping, uh, put the top on it and let it sit. And put it in the fridge down for about an hour. I'm telling you, it's good, real quick. But anyway, okay. Now, first of all, is this on your recipe page, though? Hold on. 
Because I've been stalking you, low key. Go ahead, because I'm just going to sit here and let my mouth water. Okay, go ahead. 
Now, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, now, now you know on um, on uh, what's the name of Etsy? Uh, you can order stuff. You can even order food from Etsy, and it'll deliver it to you. <laughs> uh, do you do you have a service like that as well, or if somebody that's not in Chicago to order some plates from you, and you can wrap it up real good, and they can get it. <laughs> Or, I get right. that all the time. Like, things, like somebody said, like, can't you just put it in them, like, freeze things and put some, like, ice packs or something on there so that way <laughs> Honestly, oh, I haven't gotten that far. I'm still trying to make sure I branch myself here in Chicago. So right now I'm just, like, like I said, I'm doing uh, vendor events. Um, I'm working very, very hard. Like, honestly, this month alone I've done like I've done, I've done like five vendor events and then I have another one next I have two next week and I'm like I'm really really pushing myself out there oh yeah okay well when you when you have that service available definitely let me know because I, I I gotta order some I uh, ordered some cinnamon some vegan cinnamon rolls off of Etsy <laughs> once, uh, I'm know, actually they, they, selling they, those next week too I'm sorry Oh damn! Wow. Yeah, that's a whole problem and a half. That's a baby. That's a whole problem and a half. Oh, my cousin is having an event. She baby. asked me, "Hey, do you have any like vegan pastries and stuff?" I was like, "Well, I do sell like my chocolate chunk cookies, my peanut butter cookies, and then I also make uh cinnamon rolls." And so she was like, "Yes, please. I would love for you to sell them at my event." I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, whole ass problem. That's a whole ass problem. Mm-hmm. I had to swear on that one. Woo. I had to stop looking at that stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna link that. I'm gonna link your Instagram page directly into the chat. Um, I I linked your website, but now I'm gonna go ahead and link your Instagram page too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate Definitely. it. Next time you're here, I'll make sure, if you're here in Chicago, I guarantee you I will make you a good old meal. You and Jay, I will make sure I make y'all a good good old meal. I ain't even going to do, like, the little cheap stuff. I'm going to make the good old lasagna. Yes, I did say lasagna. I'm make some of that. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna make you the, the that vegan fried chicken, the one that you've been looking at, Jay. I'm gonna make you that too. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make you some cinnamon rolls and make sure you have some to go. So when you get on the plane, you can eat one and probably share with somebody who probably smelling it like, ooh, can I have one? You're like, nah, my friend made this for me. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Cause that, that your stuff looks way better than my the stuff I post on Instagram. My stuff looks like it, my, my stuff looks sloppy. It looks like, for real, like I got. <laughs> pay attention to presentation. You know, you eat with your eyes first. And by the way, I'm not using any fancy camera. I'm using my iPhone eight plus. That's all I'm using is my iPhone 8 Plus. Um, all those pictures are either taken on the kitchen counter or right on the front porch, and I use the uh, Color Story app to, you know, just to yep. brighten up the color a little bit, and that's it, literally. That's it. That's all. So if anybody is like, okay, they want to get into, like, doing, like, food vlogs and pictures and stuff, you don't need, like, the fancy cameras because that's what I thought I needed to until somebody told me, hey, you got an iPhone 8 
used that. They they gave me the app to you know to be able to expand it and fix it the way I wanted to. And honestly, that's literally it. That's all. That's oh, right, y'all. That's it. Literally. Yeah. Oh man. Shoot, my stuff be all sloppy and running over and looking. Ne- <laughs> I, 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 okay, I'm, I'm, I got to set my presentation game up. Even when we go to the restaurant, I swear, I steal them fixing up stuff. Because on a personal page, I'll be, you know, giving other restaurants shout-outs and stuff. And even if they don't fix their food right, you know, the way they played it, I played it uh, better. <laughs> and I take a picture of it, and my friend's like, really? Can you, can you please, like, just eat the food? I'm like, no, nah, because it got to look right. But, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Angle. That, Come oh. on, right. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Now, right now, now, you know, oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. I just want to say this right quick. I'm going to get the mic back to you. Uh, have you ever tried uh, vegan sushi? <laughs> Nominee. Yeah, yeah. What did you oh. Now, I, I wasn't, <laughs> before I even, uh, I mean, back when I used to eat meat, I wasn't big on sushi. But uh, but I got the sushi, vegan sushi because I didn't think it would actually taste like sushi. When I saw the menu, I was reading, oh, okay. It's, it's, okay, it's basically a sweet potato with, you know, wrapped in the thing. Okay, yeah, I can eat. It's going to, I was thinking it was going to taste like sweet potato. But, it, but no, they, had, they must have had you in there cooking, <laughs> Dominique, because it actually tastes like fish. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I was disappointed. If I, if I tell you what I'm working on, you're going to be like, oh, no. So I'm going to keep that quiet. I'm going to keep that quiet. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell, tell you. I'm going to tell, tell you. I'm working on making a vegan fried catfish. Oh, man. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I've been doing some research on that for the, for a couple of months now, and, like, I'm just about ready. I just bought some nori sheets, some nori seaweed sheets, so, therefore, I can let everything marinate. And I'm using banana blossoms because, honestly, like, go on YouTube and you'll see something like a vegan fried fish. And the, what they normally use is banana blossoms because it has, like, this texture, just like how fish is. And when you marinate it with all the right seed components and stuff, and then you put your other seasonings and stuff on there, it's amazing. So I'm working on my particular version of how to do that. So I haven't, I haven't, you know, mastered it. I haven't even started cooking it, but it's just been, you know, marinating in my brain for for a little bit. And it's just about, I'm almost at that point where I want to go ahead and attack it. So just letting you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, there, there's a place here in Charlotte called Mama Walk, and it's a vegan, uh, a, a vegan Chinese restaurant, and they also have a lot of seafood, a vegan seafood. It's not even actual fish. It is crazy how you take like the toe. They they they, they made it's a it's a uh, I forget the name of the fish they're going, but it's like it's actually eggplant, and they got it looking uh-huh. like actual fish, and it's like oh, oh man, yeah. it, it actually it, it tastes like it too, yeah. So yeah, oh uh, uh, yeah, I, if you roast it and then you uh, use like the back of your fork or whatever, it'll give you like that stringy texture and stuff, especially if you marinate. Oh, I'm a shush. I'm a shush. <laughs> oh, I was about to take notes. Oh yeah, 
because I'm, I'm trying, uh, definitely like, trying to figure this out. Stuff comes up in my head all the time. Like, I'm everywhere I go, I'll see a billboard or I'll see an advertiser or something on TV. I'm like, ooh, I wonder if I can veganize it. And then stuff starts coming up in my head, like, seriously. Like, if I could, I would, like, wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and, like, start cooking stuff because I'm always thinking of different ways to be able to make different things. Mm. Oh yes, I, I'm, I'm still trying to think of some stuff to uh, to ask you to vegan. You, hey, you did put the challenge out there. Uh, although you won't you won't do the liver much, but you don't you don't know how to taste though. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh yeah, well, Raven, Raven, let me pass the mic back to you. You have you, a lot of great questions. A lot of. Nah, I'm not talking to Dominique no more for the rest of the night because she just gave me. How many different reasons that she's a chef, and and was fighting me in the in the first part of the show that she not a chef? Freaking <laughs> recipes in her head at two o'clock in the dang on morning talking about I ain't a chef. Are you kidding me? I don't technique. Like my tech, like my cook, my my chopping technique is like really not that good, and I'm always forgetting. Okay, what this is, and I'm like, okay, so take the thing thing and stir it, and I'm like, what's the thing thing? I don't know the thing that the the whisk, yeah, the whisk thing, yeah. So I'll be remembering Ma'am. stuff or Ma'am. yeah. Damn. Yeah, all you, all you, you know, doggone well. First of all, you talk about marination, okay? That's more important to me than cuts of anything, okay? Unless you're talking about portions. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, I know all you need to do is is go to YouTube and spend an hour in the kitchen practicing, and you would have that down. That's not what makes you a chef. To me, what makes you a chef is the passion behind it, your creativity behind it, um, how your passion and your creativity affects the community that you're serving. You're doing all of those things right now, as is, period. You feel what I'm saying? So you, I, I, yeah, you gonna, you going to go ahead and step into that. You a chef, okay, chef. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Is there anything that you would like to know that now now that you didn't put that out though? Um, no, because you answer, answered everything. Because I think the, probably the next step or the next question that I was going to ask they actually already asked, and that was, you know, are you at the point where you're um, kind of shipping, you know, these things out yet? Um, and you already answered that. You know, you're trying, to, you're trying to make sure that you have a really solid base in your home, you know, your home region, which makes a, a huge ton of sense. Um, and I think that you're doing a great job, fantastic job doing that. But, you know, back to the entrepreneur side of everything, it's how do you, how do you like any entrepreneur, the question is how do you take what you're doing and scale it? and scale it and not lose the original, you know what I'm saying, feel of it. So you you right there in the, you know, you're right there where you're supposed to be. So I get it, you know. Thank you. It's been, it's definitely been a, a rough journey. Like, I was supposed to have my book out. Well, I'm not going to say I was supposed to. I was planning on having my book out last year, and then all of my files got corrupted. And anybody that has been working on a recipe book, they will tell you the worst thing to lose is the picture because you can remember your recipe and write, rewrite that, but it's a whole other thing to have to go to the store and buy those ingredients, cook it, and take the picture and pray that it comes out the way that it looks the last time 
or better. And, yeah, I had to go through a, a lot of that. I went through a lot of, you know, fin- financial mishaps, a whole bunch of, like, trash tribulations and stuff like that. But, like, thank, I thank God, like, I I didn't give up, even though I wanted to so many times. It was like every time I was at that place where I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to live just a regular plant-based life. I'm just going to, you know, just cook the food that I eat at home. I'm not even going to be posting and doing that no more. And I stopped doing it for a while, and people started messaging, started DMing me and started personally messaging me. It was like, hey, what's going on with the book? What happened? I was like, yeah, I ain't doing that. I was like, girl, if you don't put this book out, I am ready. I need to learn how to make this vegan mac and cheese. What's wrong with you? okay okay Okay. and so then with the vending like I definitely had like some high highs where I would sell everything and then I would have some where it was like I barely sold anything and you know anybody that's in the food vendor business and that's in the vendor vendor business period like when uh, I was talking to another vendor uh, a couple of days ago about like the difference between a person who's selling products versus a person who's selling food. When you're making your craft, I give you complete kudos to you for doing that because it takes time to do that. However, when you go to an event, if nobody buys your product, guess what? You can still resell that. As a food vendor, if I don't sell my food, I lost money. So it's very, very tough sometimes, you know, and you'll get discouraged like, hey, I put all this work to cook the food and I really didn't make too much of anything. I if I barely even made the, the money that I, I put in towards this. So, yeah, right. you will get discouraged. But honestly, if this is something that you truly want to do, you have to – I had to prepare myself and understand that it's not going to just be all sunshine and lollipops. I I learned this, too, from actually, I forgot this is a singer. She said, your flower, in order for your in order for your flower of your success to grow, there has to be some sunny days and it has to be rainy. It can't just be all sunny because then your flower will burn up to a crisp. You have to take those rainy days. So you have to, and, and when you have those low rainy days, you figure out what it is and you appreciate it and know for a fact that, hey, this is just a step. It's just another it's just another day. It's not gonna always be like this. So I take my rainy season and I keep going and honestly my rainy season never lasts too long. I always end up like it'll be one bad a couple of days and then for weeks at a time I'm just getting nothing but good reviews and, you know, things are projects are working good, connections are working good and so I I'm telling this to anybody, and like I said, I'm not even, I'm still got some steps to go as far as my entrepreneurship, but for anybody that is starting off or anybody that's already even further than me, I will tell you, please continue to go for it. You may have your low moments, but the low moments it does not mean that it's over. Please keep going. The storm, if you keep going through that storm, it's going to end, but if you stay there and wallow in it, guess what? It's going to take you that much longer to get out. So please keep going. All so facts. that's all I have to say. All facts. That was awesome. Keep oh, going. Yes. And my my oh, only yes. my only my only nugget for you, Dominique, is what I hope for you is I want you to get connected with mentors that will help you in terms of scaling your business and help you in terms of the entrepreneurship of it. Um 
And I don't know if we can, you know, Blacktopia can be that connector for you. We'll do that. You know, we'll do, because we'll, we, 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 you never know who's in the chat. So, and who's in, right. you know, our community. So we definitely got you on that um, in terms of, you know, um, helping, having coaching, because coach, coaches and mentors are hugely important. And then the second thing, in terms of that book, that book is coming. If that's really what's meant to be in you, that book is coming. I have to be gentle, but be gentle with yourself, too, because I've had a book that's supposed to have been written in, in June and hasn't yet. So we're going to get there. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, can I say one last thing? It's about veganism uh, as far as, like, plant-based and uh, the stereotype that vegan food is expensive. It's not, it's about what you make it, like how with Jay, how you were saying, like eating like certain things like with potatoes and rice and beans and all that stuff. All that stuff is very cheap, very, very cheap. Mm-hmm. You just got to have a creative a creative mind of how to be able to put these combinations together and make something very, very tasty. I have spent maybe $25 or less or a week and have eaten very, very good courses of very good amounts, and, I, and they were all nutritious. I didn't go lacking for anything. And it's only when you start buying, like, the mock meats and stuff like that, it's very, very expensive. And, or if you're going out to eat every single day, just like even if you were eating, like, a regular meat diet, if you go out to a restaurant every single day, I guarantee you're going to be spending money, a lot of money. But if you cook your food at home and take the time, I guarantee you, it's not that it's not that expensive. And lastly, mm-hmm. vegans come in all shapes and sizes. So uh, please, if you see somebody who says that they are vegan, plant based, and you look at them and like, okay, you don't look vegan. Like, what does vegan supposed to look like? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I thought vegans were like this hippie type people who. Do, I'm like, are you serious? No. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I eat yeah. I, I eat good. I got I got I got hips and thighs and I'm not ashamed at all. And I eat fries too. Fries and thighs and cookies and cakes and stuff like that. On the por- portionally, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying. I eat all of that stuff and I am very good. Check my check my health records. I guarantee you. If it I mean, it's because of this plant based lifestyle that I am uh diabetic free. A lot of people don't know that, but I will share that that little nugget with you. Because of the plant-based lifestyle, I have definitely gone from uh, A1C level of 6.6 to 5.4 within a matter of nine months. Oh, yeah. So that claps. So I just had to throw that in there. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I'm glad. I definitely not. Now I'm not about converting people, but I do like to dispel those myths. Like, like I do like to shut it down. People assume things about you know veganism, because uh, yeah, you can you can be a big vegan, you can be a skinny meat eater too, you know. So it's 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 it, I mean it's other things that can make you big, and there's other things that can make you thin that that don't really have anything to do with uh, necessarily with a vegan diet. But a lot of people just automatically that the only reason somebody should go vegan is for the weight loss, and there's so many other reasons that veganism, I mean, there's so many things that it, it cures, it, it, it's so many things that it helps. It does. That, you know, yeah, never mind the weight loss. I mean, people just are stuck in the aesthetics. They're stuck in how things look, you know, uh, and not how things are, you know. But as far as weight loss is concerned, I did now. Granted, I did. Um, I lost 
uh, a significant amount. I lost about 65 pounds. I lost about 65 wow. pounds in about a matter of a year and a half. But that ha- it wasn't because I was trying to. It was really because I uh, was just living happy, carefree, trying out different things, you know, discovering different, like, vegetables and fruits and different ways to be able to combine things to- together. And with that, I started losing weight. So for anybody who is thinking that, okay, you can't – well, I'm having problems with uh, losing weight, I'm like, okay – it's not just about the plant-based. Of course, plant, living a plant-based lifestyle is definitely helpful and beneficial, but what's going on with the rest of your life? Because if you're getting rid of toxins from inside, uh, food isn't the, only, isn't the only toxin that can enter inside of you. So if you're not happy within and you're just and all you're doing is just adding good food, guess what? The negativity that you have elsewhere is not really is counteracting. It is gonna is gonna completely mess up anything any good mission that you're trying to go for because you haven't completely put yourself in that position to get rid of all negativity, all toxins, whether it be bad relationships and all of that stuff. So if you're gonna get, do this this plant based lifestyle, make sure that the rest of your lifestyle is free of all of that stuff too. So therefore, whatever your mission is, as far as good health, it co- it coincides with each other. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a meme I saw. Uh, I, I gotta find it. With me, I, I'm gonna mess it up. But it was something like, uh, "Oh, you worry. Oh, you don't want to drink milk because it comes from a cow, but you can snort powder." <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny to me. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> no, it yeah, it's just funny. like, oh, right. oh, you want. You you worried about that, but you're still doing all the other stuff. Hey, and uh, and alcohol is is vegan too, you know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, you're right. There are other things that um, and, and bread, bread that could that 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 turns into sugar, that can put weight on you. So it's it's you know a lot of people just don't uh yeah they gotta they gotta educate themselves. Uh, absolutely, and, uh, was, absolutely. This is another. Yeah, but yeah, All excellent I, I, points. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just in general, I, we don't um, do a good job as Americans eating. We don't even know what eating healthy is anymore. Like, you can be um, a meat eater and still get quality food. We Like, the way that the FDA is going with everything happening in politics and the, the laxity on everything that's happening with, you know, our food being... Um, running through and passing certain tests and et cetera, there's a lot of things that we need to be educating ourselves on. And not only that, but we need to really get away from buying in, in um, markets and chains. We really need to start going back into agriculture. We need to really start going back into the farmer's market where we're supporting mm-hmm. agriculture. And so we're eating mm-hmm. stuff directly from the, from the earth and et cetera anyway. So there's a lot that we're not doing just in terms of the things that we're consuming. So I'm going to co-sign everything that was just said before that. So, But that's for you meat eaters. You can still be eating better. Thank you. Okay. Exactly. You can, you can get a free-range uh, chicken. You can get a, a <laughs> organic meat. <laughs> you know, uh, you, it, it, yeah, it's, it's you know. Um, yeah, exactly. You, you can always... Uh, Eat better. Other things. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and like I Dominique said, a lot of the processed food. Let's cut back on the processed food. It would definitely Absolutely. help. Absolutely. 
that's actually a challenge that I had that I actually, I mean, yeah, I had my mistakes with it, but uh, for the most part, giving a processed food has definitely helped, and a lot of people don't realize how much processed food they consume, it's particularly in America, because it's so accessible everywhere. You go to the corner store, and what do you see? Chips, cookies, pies, soda, all of this stuff, and what is, what's in there? Maybe they might have a banana or orange or something like that. And you're like, okay, what am I going to do with that? That's it. Facts. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and also, uh, I want to say this too. I see you're in that group, the the BBS, the Black Vegan Social. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to just say this on the air. I hate y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm about to, I'm strapped. I'm about to leave your little shitty group today. Just letting you know. F no. <laughs> And, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have did that. But uh, but yeah, no, you know, she no. went over. And said what? You heard, you heard me. I said you're not sorry. You done said it now. <laughs> yeah. Here you done call them out. Like wow. I mean, like yeah. hey, well, you know, I've gone through my own issues with it because. I no longer even really use the term as vegan. I normally just say, hey, I'm plant-based, um, only because I don't particularly like the politics of the word. And, um, you know, going through, like, being a part of different groups and stuff like that who are, like, animal rights activists and or extremists and stuff like that, and they have sent me – I have gotten – hate mail and like I've gotten messages that were very you know very mean and things like that and I was just like you know what hey granted I'm totally living a vegan lifestyle because no I don't eat meat dairy and eggs all of that stuff and I also don't wear fur leather and all that even though that's more of an economic issue I just feel like a it's really unnecessary for you to buy leather and fur and all of that because there's so many different materials that you can wear that actually are cost effective but you know because I don't go out with a picket sign that says hey fur is murder stuff like that they feel like I'm not vegan so therefore just to cut out all of that BS about it. I am. I live a plant-based, holistic lifestyle, and that's where I'm at right now. Oh yes, oh yes. We got another caller that wants to jump in too. Um, oh yeah, about that too. Uh, yeah, I'm more plant-based because I, I, I somebody broke it down for me that a vegan is the is the pita, fur is murder type people, and plant-based. Is uh, you just don't eat meat and dairy. You don't care about the animals like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just you just don't you know you just don't eat meat and dairy. But you don't you're not a hardcore extremist or anything. You're not you're not going to PETA meetings and and bombing abortion clinics because somebody wore a belt, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, you know you just uh, you just don't eat meat and dairy. So I, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm I, you know I'm plant based as well because because uh, you know I mean. Fuck the animals, you know, right? Yeah, only good animals and bad animals. Uh, yeah, some guy named Jason said that, not Jonathan Coleman. Just want to let you know. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and bring on the caller. Caller in the seven two seven five one zero. You're on the air. Who is this? Yeah, this is Chef Mark Diaz from Florida. Hey, oh, Chef Mark Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. I just. I just told. Thank you. I'm just calling to give uh, Dominic a shout out, you know what I'm saying, and 
previous caller. I'm not sure if it was the previous caller or one of the people that are in the studio with her that says that she needs, you know, more mentors and more people to, you know, help boost her or, or push her towards that. You know, I'm here in Florida. I've never met Dom, you know, but she's an awesome, awesome, you know, plant-based cook, vegan cook, whatever you want to call it. That cookbook needs to make the shelves. You know, if there's any outlet that I have at my disposal that she needs to to utilize me to help, I will help. You know, I work I work in a private club. I work in a private club here in Florida. Well, I actually work at two private clubs in Florida. I've been in the business for over 35 years, and you know, turning the page of what we used to do into what we need to be doing moving forward is somebody like Dominic who's who's pushing that edge, who's making phenomenal looking food because we eat with our eyes before we even taste anything. You know, to make phenomenal looking food to appease you, to make you want to try something is something that we need in this industry because people want to eat healthy but they just don't know what to cook. You know, they think that things like she said are expensive, it's too far fetched. You know, but if we can buy lobster, shrimp, chicken, you know, uh, have a cookout every Friday or every Saturday or every holiday and spend hundreds and thousands of dollars, you know, depending on your demographic or where you're at, then you can live a plant-based life if that's what you chose to do. If you decided to curb back wearing Jordans and didn't need them diamond earrings, you know, and, and spend $10,000 on, a, on, a, on a, an engagement ring and only spend three on it. You could live a vegan life and, and actually extend your life a little bit longer, you know. So instead oh, of yeah. dying at 50 or 60, you'd end up dying at 80 or 90, you know, or even beyond that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I won't take up too much more of your time, you know. I just called to give Dominic a shout-out. She if she has anything to say, I'm, I'm good with that, too. Thank Definitely. You so Thank you for that. that. I appreciate it. Like, I'm holding back tears right now. Seriously, I appreciate that so much. Yeah, no problem. So I think, the, I think that will, what I would suggest, this is I am Miss Ray, and I'm the one that made that um, suggestion to Dominique. I think that um, if you can link up with Dominique um, on um, LinkedIn, Facebook, however you choose to do that, if you two are okay with that, um, I would say go oh, ahead yeah, we, and we initiate all- that connection. Uh, we already on Facebook. We Facebook friends. You know, I, I try to give her a little bit. Yeah, yeah I try to give her as much inspiration, you know, and positive feedback. You know, she sometimes messages me. You know, I, I don't know if she's maybe intimidated by some of the pictures that I post of my food or of my career or something, and it just kind of makes her shy away. But please don't. Food is interesting. You know, food is mm-hmm. exciting. You know, food is passionate. You know, if you don't have passion for your craft, then you're just doing cookie cutter stuff. You know, like, I'll give you an example. I I can make a fruit tray, and I charge $75 for that fruit tray. And that fruit tray will look phenomenal. And you'll be like, damn, I only paid $75 for this? But then you'll pay $145 for an edible arrangement set up, and they literally use cookie cutters. Like, they have 10 people that just stand in the line, and five of them, you know, use cookie cutters, and the other five are the ones that put them together, you know. So there's no passion in that. You're just paying somebody for a service. You're paying somebody for a job. 
When you hire somebody that's a dedicated chef, that's a passionate chef, you're paying for their craft, their skill, and their time. The money should, should be included in that. You know, when you look for somebody to cater a party or to do a private event for you, make sure that person is about, one, about their business. Two, is about the passion of the food, you know, because if they can't create or make your idea of what you want for your event come to life and jump off the table for you, then that is not the person for you. You know, there's a lot of people out here that just throw obey in something, put loads and loads of shrimp or something in, in, in with something and go, I'm a chef. There's tons of people that literally go to culinary school and get a culinary degree, and that degree is only two years, and automatically they think that they're a chef. That's not what happens. They go and go, they, you know, they go to a job and say, hey, I got my culinary degree. I'm a chef. I want to get hired. And then their first thing that they're doing is they're doing two years of, of prepping or cutting vegetables. They're preparing things in, you know, for other people that are chefs. And then most people get discouraged because it ain't all Gordon Ramsay. And the kitchen, like true kitchen life is harsh. The critique is harsh, you know. But, you know, like Dominic said, you know, she's, she's received a lot of bad feedback from a lot of different outlets. Do not let that discourage you. I've been in the business for 35-plus years. I've seen the bad. I've seen the worst. There's nothing that can stop you when you want to do it, you know, because it's your dream. It's not my dream. It's my dream that you live out your dream, but it's your dream and live that, you know, make that come to life for you. You know, if this is your dream to do, make it come to life for you, you know. I mean, that's that's the, the long and the short of it. You know, if there's anything that I can do, you know, from sharing your 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 social network, you know, to, to share it on the mind, to, to add just for different chefs here in Florida that can see your work. I have no problem doing that at all. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. There's no Definitely. pressure. Thank you for Yeah, it's, it, like I said, there's no pressure. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of people in this business that want to get, you know, to either have a TV show or have you know, their own private kitchen to work in or have, you know, just to be able to say that I'm successful just for right now and they give up before they, because somebody says, oh, this doesn't look that good, and then they give up. Your food looks phenomenal. I tell you that all the time. Every time you send me a picture or you send me a link, you know, your food looks phenomenal. You know, if I if I had a way to, you know, financially help you out, you know what I'm saying? If I was in that type of position, I would do it in a heartbeat because you have to fund things and people that have that passion for what they're doing that just don't talk the talk, that they're actually going to be in the middle of the kitchen and work and show and teach and learn all at the same time because it's a tough business to take and learn and teach because you're not open to learning then you're not going to be able to teach that well. And I think you handle that in the podcasts and the videos that I've seen and watched you do. I think you handle that medium very, very well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dominique, if you didn't get all the push that you need from out of some guy named Jay and I, then that call should have definitely done it. So 
Um, I'm glad you two are already linked up. Make sure you hold him to his words. He said that he said his words, so hold him to his words. Blacktopia, exactly. that is it for tonight. That is it. That is it. That is it. Thank you all, our callers who called in. Thank you to some guy named Jay. Thank you, of course, to our fantastic vegan chef, Miss Dominique, who has been winked all over our live um, chat. And we will see you back here next Tuesday, 9 o'clock, same bat time, same bat channel. We will see you in Facebook land for the rest of the week. That is it, ABC, as some guy named Jay always says, you ain't got to go home. Well, you got to go from away from here because we out. So that's All right, it. everybody. Good night, and thank you, Dominique. Thank you, no Dom. Problem. Good luck to thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Good show, Blacktopia. Oh, yes. And join us in the Blacktopia Facebook group.